This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Friday morning. That means we get to spend time with Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. Well, I'm sure we've all been noticing the tremendous amounts of protest going on in the Netherlands and other parts of the world over engineered food shortages and agricultural suicide is actually guarantee of national suicide. Mm. The Bible says in Proverbs 14 verse 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. So it is possible to be sincerely wrong. In fact, there's a lot of people who are sincerely wrong on many things. And there's a way that seems right to us, but its end can still be the way of death. Mm. We are seeing around the world right now, all kinds of engineered collapses of the global food supply chain. And it looks like there are concerted attempts to bring about a scarcity of food. Mm. You just take, for example, China has announced that this year's winter wheat crop will be the worst in history. Shanghai, the world's largest container port, has been under bizarre COVID zero total quarantine for more than four weeks. No food being shipped in, nothing being shipped out. I mean, this is a guarantee to cause chaos and problems. Africa is severely impacted by American imposed sanctions on Russia and Belarus. And the war in Ukraine is ending food and fertilizer exports from Russia and Ukraine. So 35 African countries get their food from Russia and Ukraine, 35. Mm. 22 countries in Africa import their fertilizer from Russia and Ukraine. So alternatives are seriously lacking. Prices of fertilizer and food is soaring. Supply is collapsing. Famine is predicted. In Germany, farmers are upset over renewable energy acts passed by parliament, which is curtailing much farming. Polish cultivators are protesting the skyrocketing price of fertilizer. Italian Spanish farmers are facing increasing fuel prices and skyrocketing costs. The Netherlands is the largest exporter of meat in Europe, the second largest exporter of food overall after the United States. A remarkable feat for a nation that's actually quite small, uh, half the size of the state of Indiana, for example. But, but food exports from the Netherlands is more than 94 billion euros or $100 billion a year. And yet the new, the government in the Netherlands is trying to wipe out half of all the farms in the Netherlands. Literally, they're telling some farmers to kill all their cattle. And we're talking about a colossal amount of damage. There are 54,000 agricultural businesses or family farms in the Netherlands. The exports are huge. And the Dutch farmers say they're being unfairly targeted because of nitrogen in the soil. Nitrogen is one of the ingredients in fertilizer. And even though they have done more than any other sector, not just the Netherlands, but any others in the world, in reducing the nitrogen content in the soils, uh, they have made tremendous progress, but they can't eliminate it totally. And now they say they're being unfairly targeted by the government who are ignoring aviation, construction, transport, who contribute far more emissions, mm. and yet they face far less 
far-reaching uh, rules, the Polish farmers are taking to the streets of Warsaw shouting, enough is enough, we will not let ourselves be robbed, we workers cannot pay for the crisis created by politicians. And fishermen are blockading ports, ships, honking their horns to express discontent over these regulations that are curtailing a lot of fishing. German farmers are blockading roads near the borders with the Netherlands in sympathy with the Netherlands farmers, and large numbers are protesting, not just there, but all over the world. We've seen what happened in Sri Lanka, uh, toppling of governments. In Italy, one of the governments in Europe has been toppled also over this very thing. What we're seeing is major food-producing countries in South America, for example, Argentina and Paraguay, are in the midst of a severe drought. And there's sanctions placed by Europe and America on Belarus and Russia. Well, that's preventing fertilizer reaching Brazil and other places in South America that use fertilizers from Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia hmm. as an essential part of their um, whole uh, farming. So the situation is so terrible. In America, the United States Administration on uh, Drugs and uh, on USDA, uh, they're demanding chicken farmers kill off millions of chickens in 27 states, allegedly for signs of bird flu infection. Well, the H5N1 bird flu virus of 2015 was exposed as a complete hoax. Mm. And the tests used by the US government inspectors to determine if there's bird flu on the same category as the unreliable PCR tests for COVID in humans, which was 97% false positives. So these tests are worthless. And yet millions of chickens and turkeys are being culled just by government arbitrary regulations. 30, uh, 23 million chickens and turkeys culled in America just in February for allegedly containing um, uh, some uh, example of bird flu, according to a test that's proven to be completely unreliable. And as uh, some have pointed out, the cause could have just been the incredibly unsanitary cage confinements of mass industrial chickens. Mm. But the result was that the price of eggs in America shot up 300% and severe loss of chicken protein sources for consumers at the time when there's overall living costs, inflation at a 40-year high just in America. And then you've got uh, incredible, bizarre regulations made by American uh, rail companies, for example, Union Pacific mm. has suddenly refused to carry fertilizer because they said it contains nitrogen. And just before the spring uh, sowing and uh, preparation of, of uh, farms yeah. in America, uh, back in April, Union Pacific suddenly, without any warning, said they won't carry any of the fertilizers from the biggest fertilizer companies, which provided Iowa, Illinois, Kansas, Nebraska, Texas, California, with the fertilizer needed just before uh, they were to be sowing the next crops. And the end result is going to be huge amounts of famine. There's massive food shortages. Even President Biden said uh, food shortages is going to be very real. And, well, yes, largely as a part of their arbitrary government regulations. So we are seeing all over the world huge uh, attacks on farming, huge attacks on food supply mm. and on distribution of fertilizers and other things connected. And it reminds us that back in uh, the Eastern Cape in 1856, there was the cattle killing, um, a national suicide, where one of the strangest socioeconomic disasters in history, where within 12 months, the population of Causaland, as it was called then, or Transkai, plummeted by 80% through starvation.
a bizarre episode initiated by the niece of a witch doctor who was convinced by a vision that they had to kill all the cattle, destroy all the grain supplies, and uh, that miraculously new grain would arrive arise in the uh, from the ground, and new cattle would arise from the ground, and that the Russians would come and sweep the whites into the sea, and they would be able to take their farms and would be able to have their cattle. They killed 400,000 cattle, and the end result was complete and utter starvation. Hundreds of thousands of people died of starvation. And uh, all of this, at the time, people said, this, this is just unbelievable. Why would people do it? But all over the West, we see now that the government of the Netherlands are telling farmers to kill hundreds of thousands of their cattle, mm. to literally uh, abandon half the farms in the Netherlands. Why would one do this? The Bible says the prophet who has a dream, let him tell his dream. But he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is chaff compared to wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces? That's in Jeremiah 23. Proverbs 28 verse 19 says, He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. We need to be alert to what's going on right now. We are seeing national suicides by agricultural suicide. The most important economic foundation for any country is a sound agricultural base. And just to the north of us, we can see what happens when you undermine farming in Zimbabwe, how after the 5,500 commercial farms in Zimbabwe were invaded through what they called land reform, the end result was famine. Instead of exporting food, Zimbabwe now has to import thousands of tons of food every year to stay alive. They've lost more than half their population has fled the country and inflation went to records never seen in world history before where a $16 trillion note could not even buy a loaf of bread. Do we need to follow such frivolities as is said in the Proverbs uh, where it leads inevitably to starvation? And so we need to stand in solidarity with the Dutch farmers. The Netherlands farmers are showing a lot of courage and foresight. And all over the world, there are people saying, wait a minute, what is going on? The globalists are seeking to undermine our food supply. And we need to keep level heads here and realize there's nothing more basic to any economy than a sound agricultural base. Food is very, very basic. And uh, uh, let's remember the word of God that he who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, as always. Interesting, well-researched and biblical sound and biblically sound. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Here's to a great day and a super weekend. Thank you, Brad. God bless. Bye-bye. Begin jou dag in Godse kracht met Radio Kaapse Kans Ontbijt. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.